everybody, welcome back to Bye. HR Nightmare, where we're the problem, and so is your mom. So bold. <laughs> we're, we're the problem, and so is your mom. I Got think, it. I think, I think we change it up every week. Right. Next week, we're the problem, and so is, insert, you know, your dad. Right. Your cousin. Oh my boss. god. And then when we're famous and mm-hmm. we have sponsorships, yeah. it'll be like, we're the problem and so is cooking every night. Did you know that you could say blah, 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 blah with HelloFresh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Welcome to our first episode of our podcast. <laughs> uh, Technically the second episode, but the first one, bad. So welcome to the first, second episode. Yeah. I'm just looking at my shoes on. The second, first episode. Kitchens. Thanks. Red got them for me for Christmas after I told them to. Oh. Merry Christmas. Okay. Jobs. We're talking about jobs. Today the topic is jobs. Jobs. We met at a job. We have jobs. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um... I have more, so yeah. I can go first. Yeah, that's okay. Right. All right, so we're gonna go in chronological order. Okay. And don't forget to throw in maybe a funny story or two from oh, each job. Traumatizing story from right. each job. So in t- twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. I got my first job. It was like Christmas break. It snowed. I remember because everyone was out enjoying the snow. I was going to work. Right. Um, Georgia? Yeah. Um, I worked at this place called Shane's Rib Shack. It was hell on earth. My friend Gail was working there at the time, told me to apply. I applied. I went to the interview, like, in slacks and heels. I was just a little girl. My mom told me to. What else okay. am I supposed to wear to a job interview? I would wear slacks and heels to a job interview now. Well, yeah, because right now you're interviewing for, like, higher level right, right. jobs, Look. not like a Shane's Rib Shack cashier. Look, That's okay. I got the job, damn it, okay? Good for you. Excuse me. I got the job, and the one thing I remember from that job, I was 16 when I started, and I quit probably... I was probably almost 17 when I quit. I don't think I worked there for a year. But while I was there, there was a cook in the back. It's always the cook in the back. They've got the hots for you, and they're sexy and gorgeous, and they're telling you how beautiful you are, and you fall for it. He was in his 20s. He had long hair. He was really pretty. I didn't know about this. Yeah. We went out on one date. We went to Panera. I was 16. Well, when you're 16, a date to Panera is a date to... Oh, my God. You know, a Michelin star. Let me tell you. And he was in his 20s. He was in college. Mm-hmm. I think he was going to UGA. Eh. Figures. And, like, we had been flirting back and forth. I honestly barely remember it. And Gail was like... She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah, no, 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 go for it. And then my friend Allie that worked there, also, same thing. And so we set it up. We went to Panera. We met there. He paid for dinner. And this whole time I'm thinking, it's not a date. Like, I had never been out on, like, a real date with anyone. I was, like, freshly 16. Mm. And 
We went out. He paid for dinner. At work, like, the next week, Allie asked him, like, how he thought it went. And he was like, oh, I think it went good. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in love. And then he got a girlfriend. Figures. Yeah. Um, that was essentially the essence of my first job. They hired a convicted felon to work in the back at one point. Um, he sexually harassed me. Um, I remember one time... You cheered up? No. One time, my friend Gail and I, we were best friends at the time. Um, we were working together, and we... They had swinging doors. Very, like western it's a barbecue place yeah swinging doors so we were carrying food i had like five trays of food in my my arms and gail had maybe two and i hit the door like with my arm to go out of it and she's coming in and all of my food drops onto the floor and ryan our manager at the time was like can you guys stop around and i'm like okay so um God, Shane's Rope Shack. It was quite the place. My boss there wouldn't let me take Sundays off. I was going to church at the time. And he was like, oh, John, you're going to hell. Like, to a 16-year-old girl. A grown man. To a 16-year-old girl. Sounds like you're going to hell. Yeah. um, Well, at least we know you're going to hell now. Yeah, I'll own it now. Then that was horrifying. It's horrifying now. But... You don't think about it too hard. <laughs> but yeah, that that was my first job. I was a I ran the register. We had to count our tills at the end of the night, and any if we were ever off, like they shot us on sight. Okay. Um, and then we had to run our own food, and we had to clean the tables, and it, and we didn't. They wouldn't let us take tips, and if someone left a tip on the table or handed it to us, we had to give it to the managers, and the managers kept it. But I did make minimum wage, so not illegal. Yeah. But like, also not right. Right. Um. I have cried many times in that Shane's Room Shack. Um. One time, there is it the one by Big Kroger. Mm-hmm. Okay. One time there was a plate of food and it was waiting for wings, so it was like. I can't remember what it was called. It was, like, a a platter of some sort, and it had, like, barbecue and, like, three ribs and two sides and, like, either chicken tenders or wings. I was waiting... No. It was chicken tenders. I was waiting on chicken tenders. And I was waiting on them because it was all ready to go, except it was missing two tenders. And the plate sat there for probably ten minutes. No one was putting tenders on it, and I had asked for them twice. And then this guy, his name's Colin... I see him every once in a while around Athens, so hopefully I never see him again. Um, but he looks at me and he's like, what are you waiting for? Take the plate. And I'm like, it needs tenders. And he starts yelling at me and I'm just a little girl. And so I start I'm just a 16 year old girl. And these grown-ass fucking men are just yelling at me all the time and taking me on dates and sexually harassing me. Sounds awfully similar to my first job. Please go ahead. No, no. That's it. Oh. So am I going to tell my first job now and then you'll tell your second? Oh, okay. Split the time. Right. Hello.
Um, my first job was at Target in Denver, Colorado, and it was the smallest volume Target in the area, so it wasn't too, too crazy or anything. Um, I was 17, and I was working in the beauty department. Yay! Um, Editing Kayla inserts fireworks. Right. Mm. Absolutely. you figure it out. It was a really good job. Like, I don't think that I could have had a better first job. Because for the most part, like, the managers that I worked with when I was in my own department understood that I was 17. Right. Stupid. A child. A child. Mm -hmm. Other managers, maybe not so much. We'll get to that in a second. But um, my coworker was this girl named Jess. I was 17 and she was 19. So you just know she was the coolest girl in the world. Right. She still is. Instagram. I love her forever. She's perfect and amazing in every way. She did try to get me to sign up for an MLM. But... To be fair, she was also falling victim to the MLM. So I don't, I, I can't blame her for it. No, me too. My manager was a man named Sean. You know, I hate men named Sean. My dad's Sean. I stand by what I said. Right. So it was Sean, S E A N. Mm. Worse. Um, so are the worst kind. But when I was 17, I just thought he was the sexiest man to ever walk the face. <laughs> and I remember orientation, like it's a big group of us because we were seasonal hires. Mm. And the HR lady is walking us like through the store and introducing us to all of the managers. And she takes us into the room where you punch in and the lockers are. Mm. And he's sitting at like a desk in there. Mm. And I'm looking at my paper and she's like, if you're going to be working with Sean, because the paper told you, like, what your manager's name was, if you're going to be working with Sean, like, raise your hand. And I was so, like, awestruck mm-hmm. that I, I, that's all I did. I didn't raise my hand or anything. I was like, oh, my God, I guess anybody else seeing it? I'm going to, I'm going to look him up on Instagram. <laughs> so you can have a taste of this and you're going to see him and you're going to go, that man is ugly, but he is your type. Okay, so, man, I wish I had a picture or I could remember the guy's last name from Shane's. It was Josh something. You know, I'll ask Gail. She might know. Maybe. Um, His last name starts with an H, so I, like, his name was underneath my name on the schedule. Yeah, so you guys were meant to be. Yeah. How much older was he than you? Very. Uh-huh. He was in his like mid to late twenties. I thought you were gonna say forties, and I was getting real. Worried. No, been there, done that. Uh, uh, no, he was in his mid to late twenties, I think, and I was sexy. I was a minor, but I was sexy, and in my mind, he was always flirting back with me. He but I don't. Been. I don't think he was oh, okay. looking back on it. He, like, was just really awkward. Again, just perfectly my type. 
But after I turned 18, I don't know if it's because I was 18 now. Probably. And it got a little bit more bold. It started to get too awkward. And I wasn't into it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I actually hated working with them. Oh. Um, I remember one time I was building, like, a fixture to go on an end cap. Mm-hmm. And it comes with, like, those stupid little plastic fucking screws. And one of them, like, fell off the top of the box and, like, into the aisle. And he walked down the aisle and, like, went to grab it off of the floor for me. But he... No, I need you to look at me. He, like... He bends over and grabs it. And then he, like... As he comes back up... You think you would just... You know. Right. No. As he comes up, he does a three-foot jump into the air. Like a bunny hop. And he goes... Too much. Too much. And then uh, one time, there was another manager who I was really, really cool with. And he was sexy, but I wasn't into him because he was just too old. He was in his, like, like his 30s in, like, a not cool way. Okay. Um, and, like, in his 30s, still on Tinder. Not cool. Yeah. Right. But he was super nice. We got along really well. Mm -hmm. And him and Sean were, like, pretty good buddies. They were managers together. They had to be. Yeah. They were in the back one day talking about something. I was back there. I asked a question. Something, something. Somehow Amanda Bynes came up, Mm -hmm. who I think is incredible and amazing. Right. And been through a lot. Yeah. And maybe let's not say... Bad things about her. Bad things about her. Yeah, they had bad stuff to say. Well, Luke was like, oh, she's fucking crazy. And Sean was like, she's crazy, but, like, Amanda Bynes? More like Amanda Fines. Okay. And then on to the abusive managers. It was just, I was only working in beauty, but I wanted to work full time, so I would work in other departments occasionally, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which... Always meant just working truck in the morning, but I always ended up working truck for the furniture department. And I'm just a little 17-year-old girl. I'm just a teenage girl. I can't be moving these futons all around. Right. Um, this futon from Target. Shout out to Target. Thank you, Target. Anyways. <laughs> um, right. Truck. Truck. Little girl. Uh, and I don't know where everything is. I'm just a little girl. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need to be pushing a, a box every 30 seconds. And I was like, no. I actually won't be no, doing that. Can't. Not my department. Yeah. I work here once a week. Like, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and so I started, because I looked so much older than what I was... Mm-hmm. Um, I started flirting with a lot of the guys in the departments around me to get them to push my truck for me. Mm-hmm. Not push it for me necessarily, but like if it's something heavy right, help you. or if I'm in a rush, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but that all came to a head when one day I was in the back room and When you work at a place like Target and you're a minor, you can't use the trash compactor or the veiler. Yeah. And so I was in the back after doing truck Mm -hmm. with these men. 
And I was like, can you guys steal my trash away and put my cardboard in the thing for me? And they were like, uh, well, I'm about to head out. Like, can you, can you do it? And I was like, no, I can't. They were like, what? And I was like, I can't. I'm, uh, I can't. I'm just a baby. I'm just a little girl. <laughs> and then there was another time that another one of them was in the back room when somebody asked me how school was going. Mm. And he was like, when are you going to graduate? And I was like, this time. And then the guy who liked me was like, oh, like, what are you majoring in? And I was like, high school diploma. And that was my first job. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Oh, my God. Second job. Okay. Um, After Shane's. Oh, Lord have mercy. I worked at Barbaritos. Yum. Shout out to Barbaritos. I follow you on Twitter. For a long time, we would go back and forth on Twitter. I would be oh. like, at Barbaritos, you're literally the love of my life. And they'd be like, oh my god, love you, girl. Yeah, they'll find it. Um, let's see. I started at Barbaritos, and immediately after I started there, Ridge and I started dating for the final time. Um, so when I was working at Shane's, he would actually, like, bring me food and flowers, and it was a little, a little creepy at the time, and everyone at Shane's would be like, why does this kid keep bringing you flowers? He just brought you a single rose? What a weirdo. Um, and also- Single rose? Look. Look, so I've worked with- at Shane's, I worked with, um, like, an older sibling of someone that Ridge and I went to school with, mm-hmm. um, and he's super cool, and I love him to death, and I haven't seen him in a couple years, but he would rag on Ridge like fucking crazy, talk shit, say that he's, you know, funny looking, which he is. He is. Oh! <laughs> but, yeah, working at Barbaritos, got back together with Ridge. Um, I worked at Barbaritos until I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Barbaritos, normal. I honestly, because Ridge and I were dating, nothing too crazy happened. I just went to work, went home. Um, I can tell you, we did get tips there. Period. And Ridge was a shift lead at the time when Mm -hmm. I started, because he started working at Barbaritos when I started working at Shane's. But I transferred over there, so he had been there for, I guess, about a year, maybe a little less. And they were like, here, congratulations, um, figure it out. And so he was a shift lead, and he would tip us out at the end of the night. Good. And he was like, I was always fair. I always gave everyone their fair share. And guess who went home with the most tips? Me. Um... I found a picture of that old man. I was let me see. I'm so sorry. No, let me see it. So this this picture's from 2016. Mm-hmm. If I was 17, it would have been 2018. Yeah. So like kind of. Oh, let me see. That man is ugly. Oh my 
god. I have to find a picture of Josh. I have to. I think his name was Josh. I remember his girlfriend loved raves, and I can't find him at all. I will find a picture. Like, so help me god. Um... I'm going to have to call Gail. Phone a friend. Oh, God bless I you, Gail. as well. <laughs> okay. I love you. We'll have to get together soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'll come see you. This better. Bye. <laughs> I hope to God this isn't the person. The Crip Keeper. Let me see it. Recording any of that? Mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm literally screaming. All right, you're crying. Um. So yeah, that's. Oh god, help me. Um, he looks like emo John. Stop. Okay. Look at him. That is emo John. Stop it. Is I lived it. John. If he was in My Chemical Romance. And also, like a white supremacist. Oh my god. And these pictures are from 2016, too. I know. So you're stupid. You're stupid. He was cute. And no. I was obsessed with him. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Uh... For th for the listeners, that man, that man, I, <laughs> pretty, pretty broski would love him. <laughs> let me say that. Let me say that. <laughs> pretty broski would love him because he looks like he just crawled out of a grave. <laughs> oh my god, you're just a hater. I am. Okay. You're just a hater. I'm Any... done talking about barbs. Oh, God. Yeah, not a lot happens. Yeah. Great. Ugh. Okay, my second job was oh, goodies. If you don't know what goodies is, um, I'm good for you, personally. Uh, it's like a fake department store. Like, they have beauty counters... And, like, nice clothes, but, like, not in a real way. So, basically, I moved from Colorado to Georgia, and I needed any job in the town that I lived in. And that was the one that I settled on. Um, hi, apply to be a stay lauder 
counter person got an email back that was like, we actually think you would be perfect for our supervisor position. I was like, yes, I totally would. Yes, I would. Me, 18 years old. Yes. That's all you need to qualify. Um, got hired very quickly. Um, there were seven people that worked there in the whole store. My store manager was something else. Okay. Something else. His name was Gary. And he was a gay man. Good for him. But his husband had recently died. Like, Mm -hmm. within the past year. Like, 50s, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Um, and they had two special needs children that now Gary had to take care of all on his own. Mm-hmm. He also lived, like, three hours away from the store. So, driving six hours total every day to work, and then working all day, and then also taking care of two special needs children. Like, he was going through a lot. So, I don't like to call him an asshole, but... If the shoe fits. He was one. Yeah. Um, I didn't do anything. I worked there for a month. And I mean, nobody shopped there. So there was never anything to clean. We would get trucks in. And I would put them out somehow. And that was the end of it. Simple enough. Sounds easy. Yeah. Learned how to count the registers. Uh, Was miserable doing it though. And so then I got a call. From my next job that I really wanted to work at, but they were an hour away. But I was dating a guy in Athens at the time Mm -hmm. that also didn't last particularly long. And I was like, oh my god, if I get a job in Athens, then I can see him every day that I work. Not a reason to get a job. Oh god. Like I said, not a reason to get a job. Uh, but then I was there for three years, so. Okay, um, my next job, this place called Accurus Aerospace. Fuck those guys. Um, I worked there with my mom. I got an internship. It was right after I'd graduated high school. Um, I started, I had to, I started right before I turned 18, and then while I was there, I turned 18, um, and you had to be 18 to walk the shop floor. So essentially, so essentially what they did is they, um, manufactured and shipped out airplane and, like, space parts. So we worked with companies like Northrop Grumman, um, SpaceX, I met some guys from NASA once, um, Boeing, all the airplane people. Um, so we made airplane parts for them. I worked in quality assurance. I was just an intern though, nothing like important. Um, I stamped paperwork. I also got to write on the airplane parts, like their part number and the date and like all this stuff. And I had my own little stamp and I worked there with my mom. She, I don't remember what she did. She did something. Um, and my rec department soccer coach, he worked there. He was also in quality assurance. Um, his daughter was an intern there as well. 
Her name's Julie, and I love her dearly. Um, and my friend Vanna from high school worked there as an intern as well. Her mom also worked there. Uh, um, All right. There. Oh, and then, so the boss, like the manager of the whole place, his son worked there. His name was Joe. I love Joe dearly. Rich does not like Joe. Um, Do you want to post that on the internet? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Joe's long gone. He, like... So, he got a job in the military doing something, and, like, they had to come in and interview a bunch of people. I think it was, like, something super serious. And they interviewed me, like, about Joe's character, and I was like, Joe, he's literally perfect, and I love him. He was so sweet and so funny. Um, she doesn't like him, because he thinks that I like him. Um... But yeah, so it was basically the four of us just goofing off and having a good time, stamping airplane parts, going through paperwork. I scanned in a lot of shit. So we would scan it in through the printer, and then the document would pop up on the computer, and then I'd have to go through and rename them all. It made me never want to work in an office again. Like, it was the worst because that was essentially, like, our busy work. When there wasn't stuff to stamp or there weren't, like, other important things to be done. I was just fucking scanning all these papers in. I, I would spend my whole day doing it sometimes. It was awful. I'm sure. Um, at one point, they started letting me go, like, on the shop floor and, like, checking to make sure that the shop orders were up to date and, like, stamped and signed where they needed to be. And I would, like, fill out these little forms next to the machines. It was... It was a lot of fun. And it was... Honestly, if I wanted to apply for something in Quality Assurance now, that would give me a really good, like, foot into the door. I don't know why I did it. Um... Sounds cool. I have I built airplanes. Yeah, I have no interest in like engineering of any kind. Um, trying to think of so one time I went into work with like a skirt and like tights on. Oh, and the tights were running in the back and like it was visible, but like I was eighteen, and the skirt covered me so I was like whatever like running tights who cares um and I had been walking on the shop floor that day and a couple of the machine guys had something said something to the HR lady because we had HR in the building and instead of like the HR guys were like oh it's so distracting we can't work I'm sorry an 18 year old girl Whatever. She sent me home. She sent me home. It was maybe one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And she sent me home. And then I went to Ridge's house and he broke up with me. Same day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You want me to beat his ass? Kill him for you? Yeah. I had taken him as Christmas him present. And the HR lady. But that bitch. We'll get back to her. Um, but I went to his house to give him his Christmas present, was already upset because I felt defiled before being sent home early. Um, and I was like, here's your Christmas present. He was like, oh, by the way, I'm breaking up with you. Like, you're mean. And I was like, and he gives me sweatpants to change into so I can go back to the office. 
because that's where my mom worked. And I had to see her because my boyfriend just broke up with me. He accepted the Christmas present. He's <laughs> chocos he has. That's the Christmas present. Right. Okay. okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's not what this is about, though. We're talking about work. So back to this okay. HR lady. So I worked at Acuras for a little less than two years, maybe like a year and a half. And after I left, my mom still worked there. My soccer coach still worked there. My friend's mom still worked there. Like, all these people I knew, they still worked there. And then they started cutting positions because the economy, whatever, who fucking cares. Um, and my mom lost her job. And then my soccer coach lost his job. He was, I mean, he did a lot for that place. Like, he had worked there for years. And they let him go from his job. My mom lost her job. Like, a bunch of other people that we really liked there. They lost their jobs. And it was, like, this big whole thing. And this one guy, his name's Scott. Fuck you, Scott. Fuck you, Scott. Um, I don't remember what he did. My mom just didn't like him, so fuck him. Yeah. Um, he was still there. I think the big guy in charge, Joe's dad, was still there. My friend Vanna's mom was still there. Um, and... Shella, the HR, fuck you, Shella, the HR lady was still there. Um, and you know, Shella was so giddy to deliver these separation notices to all these people that she didn't fucking like. She hated my mom, and that's why she didn't like me. She liked Vanna's mom, and so she loved Vanna. Vanna got all these special fun HR projects. Vanna was folding t-shirts. Vanna was creating little documents. And I'm stuck fucking scanning in papers for eight hours a fucking day. Right. Um, so yeah, Accurate Aerospace is not a good place to work. They are currently looking to hire. Don't work there. Great. All right. And then from Accurate Aerospace, I went to my next job, which is where I met you. Yeah. <laughs> so my next job, also, I left Goodies and I went to the place where we met that mm -hmm. will not be named because uh, one of us still works there. It's a retail store and it's so fun. It was my first retail job. I had never, well, you guys just heard my work history. I had not, I had worked food and then in that godforsaken office. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what would be fun? Retail. Anything but what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we both started working this job. I think we were literally hired within two days of each other. Hmm. Like our associate number is like. Mine was... Like, two numbers off. Yeah. What's, what, what was no, yours? No, it's off by, like, 100. Mine, oh. mine is 340444. Four, four. Yours is 37007. No, mine's 340007. Yeah. So I don't remember that. Don't. Um, it's not like it. What are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, our numbers are even only, like, 100 off. Yeah. Hired very close together. Didn't work together for a while, though. Would yeah. you like to tell the story of the holiday meeting? So, fuck you. Um, so, essentially, when I was hired on, I remember at my interview, I was being interviewed by, what's her name? Was it Kate? Uh, it was Abby. Abby. We were both hired by Abby. Apparently, that's a bad thing. That was thing. a bad thing. Ugh. 
Moving on. <laughs> was there a Kate? Yeah, Kate was the RSM at the time. Okay. She is, her and Wyatt are in New Orleans yes, for her yes. bachelor party. Okay. Bachelorette party. Sorry. Um, but Abby interviewed me, and while I was interviewing with Abby, she pulled LJ in, and LJ was like, are you organized? I was like, yes, um, yes ma'am. Yes, I am. And she was like, give me an example. I'm like, well, my mom used to teach school, and when she would go in to fix her classroom up every year, I would go in, and I would help her set things in place, and get everything organized and put away, and cleaned up, and then at the end of the year, same thing, we'd tear it all down, and do it all over, you know, blah, 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 beep, 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 whatever. Because, like you guys know, I've yet to work in retail, organizing food, you don't. No. Um, I would also like to provide some uh, information, some context to this scenario. Mm -hmm. Sydney in the closet. <laughs> LJ, Sarkzy. the most beautiful woman on the world. <laughs> like, the, like, God handcrafted her. Yeah. And then put her on the earth. She. The last time God, like, hand created a person was Adam and Eve, and then. LJ, LJ yeah. She's perfect, and I love her, and I want to be perfect for her, and I'm scared of her. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> moving on. Um,. She asked me if I was organized. I said yes. She believed me. Um, and so I was hired on to do operational stuff. I did truck. I did, like, resets. I did stocking. I did, you know, all this other stuff while Kayla Ann was... I was hired to, um, to do, like, register stuff. Mm -hmm. Credit cards. Period. Checking people out. The occasional sales floor moment. Yeah. I wasn't great at it. I am now, though. It's my job now. <laughs> um, so we never interacted until the holiday meeting. Yeah, yeah. So the holiday meeting comes around. I barely even understood the premise of this holiday meeting. They were like, you're on the schedule. You need to be here. I was like, all right. And they are like, wear a Christmas sweater. And I was like, okay. I went to Target that day. Bought a Christmas sweater. Wow. I don't like Christmas. It wasn't something I was looking forward to. I was just going to wear all black. That is the dress code. Um, bought the sweater. Wore it. Was worried that I was going to get dress coded because the sweater was red and green and black. And not just... I was scared. I was petrified. I show up. This young person over here, their makeup done. Candy canes on the eyes, pink hair, perfect. I'd never seen him. Well, I might have seen you once or twice in passing, but like I had no idea who you were. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, Kayla, oh my god, you're so pretty. I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Um, yeah, well, you were like the only person who looked like that. Everyone no. else. Did you not see Laurel? Laurel didn't exist to me. Was... Oh, Laurel came in because Laurel cosplays, so mm -hmm. she can whip out a costume real quick. Yeah. I think, because Laurel's Jewish, mm -hmm. I think she came in her Hanukkah digs. Like, might as well have walked in the building like as a menorah. <laughs> I don't remember Laurel. Yeah. Um, and I remember being pissed off because I was... I was like, I'm an 
I'm going to be the best dressed person there. I'm going to be the it's star of the me. show. And then I was, because Laura was late, too. Yeah. She walked in five minutes late. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Well, I was sitting next to... You're sitting next to Meredith. And the arch expert, what was her name? Gia. I sat with Gia. Because she was very alternative and I felt safe. That's fair. So anyway, Sydney hated me. Uh. <laughs> and then uh, I needed more hours. It's also, it's holiday time. You gotta work everywhere all the time. Yeah, wherever they fucking put you. So I started coming off of the register and working trucks occasionally. And Sydney still hated me then because I would show up for a 7 a.m. truck shift and like drag. And I don't know why. Wouldn't do it now. Um, so, moving on, um, I, got, I I liked Sydney. I thought Sydney was funny, seemed cool. I am all of those things. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be friends with Sydney. I also am obsessed with everyone liking me at all times. So, um, I remember one day we were doing Skin together, the place mm-hmm. where we work. Mm-hmm. We're in this, like, really tight, compact space. And Sydney's vibes are just like, it's like there's like a wall next to me. Like, I can't even like look in their direction. I was like, I'm so fucking sick of this. Like, why is this, this is bitch so fucking mean for no reason? We've never even spoken to each other. And so I made a little joke. I don't really remember what it was. I think I was just like, ugh, a lot of stuff, huh? Something like that. Uh, and then the rest is history. Um, and then COVID, so we got kind of close then, but not like too close. COVID happened, came back. I came back a little bit before Sydney. When Sydney came back, I almost like shit my pants with excitement. Um, and then we just worked together and then it got real serious. I was supposed to meet up with a sugar daddy one night. (laughs) I didn't want to go alone. Because I would have to, like, drive two hours to, like, meet him. And so I asked Sydney to come with. Not for sex. For, like, coffee. Okay. And, uh... I asked Sydney to come along. Mm-hmm. And then we sat in the parking lot for, like, four hours. Waiting for him to be like, yeah, plans confirmed at this time. Never confirmed the plans. Yeah. So we got Zaxby's and stuff. Yes, we did. And told each other our life stories. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Um, and then we continued to work at that place that one of us still works at for a while. And then we both... Uh, some stuff happened with some people um, and some things. And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck this place. And, and by proxy, I was like... Yeah, fuck this place. Um, and so we got jobs at TJ Maxx as coordinators. Yay. Both of us together at the same one. Together, same one. Sydney got hired and then Oh, completely skipped over this. While I was working at the place that one of us still works at, we gotta come up with a code name eventually, because we're gonna talk about it a lot. Not now. Um, I went back to Target for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I went back to Target for a little bit, and something really traumatizing happened, and I didn't want to be at Target anymore. So I left Target, 
because Sydney had become a coordinator at, at TJ, TJ Maxx, and I was like, can you get me hired there? And they I, were like, yes. I told, so the boss at that TJ Maxx, her name is Max, you know, keeping it in the family. Um, I was like, Max, if you like me, you're going to love this other bitch because we're the same. Yeah. <laughs> and so, because... Um, I don't remember, like, someone was leaving or whatever, and we had another position open, mm-hmm. and so you came in, and I moved over to the, like, beauty, beauty shoes, shoes purses, yeah, department, and then Kayla took over men's, sucker, um, like, easy. right at Father's Day, too, and let me tell you. The Father's Day stuff was not easy to come into. The rest of the time, though, perfect. We were over there trying to set up these fucking... What are they called? What are they called? Uh, the beanbag, and you throw it, and it goes in the hole. Cornhole. cornhole. We, there were giant fucking cornhole board boxes and just random fucking shit. Yeah. Like, the most random... For Father's Day, and they are like, merchandise it. And we were like... It is merchandise. I'm going to put it on the floor and it will be merchandise. And well, you know, truck every day. Truck every, every day. day. And instead of instead of I don't know, instead of like pallets or boxes, it was by units. And so they were like, yeah, twenty thousand units of men's, fifteen thousand units of women's. 5,000 units of shoes. Seven th- I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. My little pea brain Mm-mm. can't handle that. And they'd be like, okay, so we're getting 20,000 units in men's. Like, we need to move some stuff around. And I'm like, is that a lot? Is that a little? Like, I'm, I don't yeah. understand. Well, then the truck gets there. Those numbers, wrong. You get, like, two t-shirts for men's. Completely wrong. And so you're moving all these shoes around. Do you remember? No, I... Oh, I... Every week with the goddamn shoes. Every fucking week. Every week. And men's after Father's Day, easy as pie. Move the shirts around, make sure they look nice, like that's it. But Sydney had basically four departments. I had in their one department. Essentially, I had half of TJ Maxx. Yeah. Because the TJ Maxx we worked at was a home goods TJ Maxx hybrid. But then half of the store was TJ Maxx, half of the store was home goods. Mm-hmm. And then half of the TJ Maxx side was purses, jewelry. bags, jewelry, shoes, beauty, hair, skin, nails, every fucking thing. Yeah. And then like lingerie, bras, those, all of that was mine. And then there was kids, women's, and men's. Yeah. So who's the sucker, really? Me. <laughs> well, I just, I knew beauty better. And so it was like more fun and mm-hmm. easier to merchandise. But just the sheer quantity of it. What the fuck? And the thing was, is like, we were over certain departments. We all ended up in that department anyways. Had to. Because I Mm. remember, oh my god, I remember one time me and Darla Mm. were re-merchandising purses for some reason. And at at TJ Maxx. If they're, if one customer gets in line, they're calling you over the goddamn intercom for fucking register backup. And it's absolutely, totally, and entirely unnecessary. Are we using names? Are we using names? Yeah. Fuck you, Diamond. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. I'll believe that later. Not only... Doesn't matter. Not only like, were we... I her out in Kroger that one time. I don't... I just don't think I should do it again. Well, not only were we merchandising our own departments, putting out our own truck, running up to register to be backup. Occasionally, we were up there in charge of the register. That was hell. You had to learn that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. And some days you would come in, you could be having a horrible day. Horrible day. You're like, at least I'm going into my easy TJ Maxx men's coordinate coordinator right. position. You get there and they're like, hey, we actually need you to run the registers. And you want to find the nearest gun. <laughs> and take it to yourself or everybody in the building. You know what's crazy is when the dressing rooms opened back up. We had dressing room shifts. You remember that shit? Yeah. And that was even more confusing than anything else. Oh, I love doing the dressing room because you they couldn't call you away for any reason. I mean, yeah. Everywhere else in the store, we so back to the story I was telling about the purses, me and our coworker were re-merchandising purses, I think because because you were on bereavement for your aunt. And um just like, we have bins out on the floor. The purses are all ripped off. They told us to do this while the store was open. They gave us no time while the store was closed. So purses is unshoppable. Mm-hmm. And if you're two people who are obviously working on it, walk away. That's going to lead to some, you know. Nonsense. Absolute uh, buffoonery. Guest non-satisfaction. That as well. Um, And so they kept calling us to the register and I just got to the point where I fucking ignored it. And they can see me at the register. They can look over to purses and see me. And I would make eye contact with them. I'm not fucking coming up there. I'm not fucking doing it. Because it's not like you get up there, you check out one or two people, you go. You get up there, you're up there for an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then no. they're like, why isn't your department merchandise permitting? Because I'm up there going, would you like to save 20% with a TJ Maxx credit card? Not 20 Ten, girl. Especially how much I cared. It's, well, it's... Right. Um, you remember when we went in really early that one morning to re-merchandise, um, women's? Mm-hmm. Because... Or the women's coordinator. Yeah. Who was a key holder. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so bad and terrible at her job. And we Didn't saw we her, see her the at other day? that one time. And we had to leave. And we ran out. And we went, we're going. And we ran. No, I remember. Yeah, that was fun. TJ Maxx was fun. It's good memories to look back on. Yeah. It's hell to live through. I worked there on my 21st birthday. I know you did. Nobody knew it was my birthday. They barely knew who I was. Yeah. And I was like. Happy 21st. Happy 21st. I'm 21 years old. And let me tell you what, your 21st birthday, well, it was your 21st that the big thing happened, right? No, that was my 22nd. Oh. I didn't do anything for my 21st birthday because I was working. Right. And then a month later, my godmother died. I quit TJ Maxx because I was offered a better job at that previous company from a wonderful woman. Her name is Branca, and I love her dearly, and I get to see her. I think Friday, I think, is when she's coming to visit. Oh, stupid. You can pop in. I'm working in Atlanta that day. Call out. Tell them, sorry, 
Right, what after I missed a week of work last week. Oh, look. You're still sick. You can't hear anything. How are you supposed to drive to Atlanta if you can't hear? It's not even the driving that's the problem. It's the fact that I get into stores, and it's the music playing, and, like, everybody talking, and then everything just kind of sounds like... And so I have to, like, read people's lips all day. I, I'm getting over a sinus infection. That's why I can't hear. Um, okay, but Bronca offered me a promotion right. at this previous company, and I was like, perfect, I fucking hate And I wasn't going to work at TJ Maxx alone, so I said, can I come? And, yeah. And then we drove to a store that was so an hour and a we half. Were, we were living in Athens, and we were driving out to Dunwoody. Okay, I'm not sure if anyone's familiar. Pull out a map and look it up. Right. On a good day, it's an hour and 15 minutes. On a normal day, it's two hours. And on a really bad day, when you see a dead guy on the side of the road, it's like five six. Oh, well, the dead guy thing happened much later. In our Honestly, that was like... That was, that was our breaking point. That was September, and I left in October. Yeah, no, that's what I said. It or was, was it... Or, yeah. Yeah, that didn't no happen problems. when we started. When we started, we were just driving together every day, having fun. Shooting 40 hours shit. a week, hanging out, learning how to be a manager, Yeah, figuring it out. And then we would drive to work, and we would plan out our whole entire work day. Mm-hmm. And then we would drive home for three hours, yep. and we would just let it all oh. out. Yeah. We let it all out. Man. Um, I miss that. That store for a while. And then I accepted a promotion at another store that, that Bronca was a had set little up. bit shorter of a drive. And let me tell you, Bronca tricked you. She sure fucking did. She sure fucking did. Okay. Worst goddamn year of my life. And then, so I worked there for a while as a manager. Mm-hmm. Going through hell. (laughs) And somebody says, well, you know, your position just opened up at my store. That's not how it happened. Remember? Because Alana got promoted first. Uh And then Alana was trash. Damn. Alana, honey, I love you to death. Alana, you are excelling where you are now. You are a terrible MSC. I'm really sorry. That's like something she would know. Yes. I sat her down in the office towards the end and was like, do you even want to be here? She was like, I don't want to be here. And then she quit like three weeks later. No, she did not want to be there. That's okay. I understand. (laughs) God bless you for leaving. Right. Oh my God. Okay. And then Alana left. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, come over here. Yeah, please help me. And I was like, no, I've heard really bad things about your store. Yeah. Worse things than mine. But Damn then bad. mine got worse. Damn. Mine got worse. So it was... I was like, okay. Okay, great. And I went over with the promise that Sydney would be moving up soon. And then I would move into Sydney's position. Mm-hmm. And then Sydney didn't move up, but transferred out. Mm-hmm. The position's still open. And I was like, mine? For me? Mm-hmm. For me. 
That's what that's what I thought. That's what Wyatt thought. Mm-hmm. That's what Ken I've, thought. That's what everybody thought. Everybody in the building thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what Bronca thought too. And then I don't think AJ follows me on social media. And then the general manager, um, at the time, had the audacity. That's okay. Had the audacity to say that he wasn't going to promote Kayla because. He didn't know them well enough. He hadn't worked with them long enough. And I'm like, because I had been there for two months and he was on vacation for one of them. Well, first of all, who fucking cares? The rest of his management team was sitting there. I was saying, Wyatt was saying, Kim was saying, I'll say a lot about Kim, but she had your back. I didn't know that. Yeah. Kim, Kim, I mean, Kim wasn't necessarily like, oh, Kayla's perfect. But like, Kim was like, no, I trust Kayla. Like, that would not be a bad way to go. Yeah. Like. And it would be an easy transition because I'm the exact same as Sydney. Yes. But I'm just a little bit meaner, which they need. God, they, I met they those needed girls it. in that goddamn store. They needed it. They needed it. So he didn't give the job to Kayla. Um, and so then I got a job at Urban Outfitters. Um, I interviewed and the store manager was like, job yours. Here's like benefits information, pay, this, this, that. And then she was like, you're just going to have to talk to the district manager. She didn't phrase it like an interview. She was like, I just want you to meet her. I talked to the district manager, find out it's a second interview. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, she still says that I have the job. So that's great. Um, and then they keep pushing back my start date. Mm-hmm. I've done the orientation online, unpaid. Yeah. Um, keep pushing back my start date, keep pushing back my start date. And then it's the day that I'm supposed to start. I'm in, I'm getting ready for work that morning. And I get a call and it's the store manager. She goes, Hey, so actually we've dissolved the position that we hired you for. So you don't have a job anymore. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I asked her, I said, do you have any position I can work? Like, uh-huh. because basically, and this is a bad, this is a big mistake on my part, but I didn't have a lot of options at the time. I was uh, at my wits end mentally. Like, you didn't have car insurance. It's yeah, not like you could car travel insurance far. To drive. Was honestly about to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Like in a really bad spot so as soon as urban outfitters was like you have the job i was like i quit i quit uh my closing job tonight not coming in for it have fun um well to be fair you emailed the store and you said that you were going to email hr and honestly if you had you would probably be rehirable right I'm sure, honestly, I could still email them now. I don't think there's, like, a statute of limitations uh, yeah. on that kind of thing. Well, I'm... well, it's been a year, so I could be like, after a year of healing. <laughs> because let me tell you what, it's taken that long. I'm not even healed from shit that happened back in 2019. Right. Well, that's different stuff. So, anyways, I was like, do you have any position you can hire me for? Yeah. Like, I'll take a part-time, $9 an hour fucking associate position. Just money. Anything. And she was like, I'll call you back later. I'll let you know. Never called back. Um. So now, when I go into that Urban Outfitters, I steal. 
um, why I break things on purpose. Okay. Um, and then I started doing the job that I'm doing now, mm-hmm. which I don't know, I don't know how much information I can give about my job. I'm a freelancer. Yeah, you just don't have to say what company. Like yeah. for. I'm a freelancer. I work for brands. I mm-hmm. go into stores. I sell their things. They sure do. And uh, doing a good job, apparently, because I'm up for a promotion in the spring. So You did pretty well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty bad about it lately. It's a hard season. Nobody has any fucking money. I know. And it, well, it's just also like all of the shifts that I'm working are at new stores that yeah. I'm not familiar with the layout. Yeah. And so then I have a bad sales day while I'm there. And then I'm like, oh, but it's just because I don't, I don't know about it. You'll figure it out. And that's, oh, and then you. Yeah. So I transferred over to Bethlehem, different location, same company. Um, three stores now I've worked for, I've worked in, and then I, I've been helping out at a thousand million. Transferred to my third location. I'm essentially going fuck everywhere um i had to transfer to this location because i was driving two hours to work and it started to kill me i've been doing it for a year and a half uh and i was done finished with it um so transfer to this new store same position new location um the gm i was working for i had worked with at a location prior and she was singing my praises to everyone so I went in, yeah, it, I mean, everybody there was really nice. I really enjoyed my time there. I was there for like eight months. Um, good people, sweet people. I learned a lot. I've learned a lot in all the locations I've worked. Um, unfortunately, um, at that location and the previous location, my first location, love. Um, those other two locations, the GMs are lazy. They wouldn't do anything. They didn't work. And honestly, that's how it is in a lot of places you'll go. For retail everywhere. Um, But the way it's structured at the place that I work, everyone has to work. The store I'm working in now, the GM, works. Perfect. I mean, she's pushing out truck. She's doing inventory adjustments. She's replenishing. She isn't just sitting in the office all day. And even if she does sit in the office all day, work is getting done. It's like, I think she only spends like one good day in the office. Yeah. And I mean, her, oh my God, I made the schedule. It took me all day. Yeah. She could do it in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, she's her eyes closed. She's been doing it for 10 years. That was the first time I'd ever done it. We have like 50 fucking associates. It's a little ridiculous. So... Well, you're used to your little baby stores. Yeah, I'm used to my 15 associates. With enough associates, you can write the schedule on a piece of paper before you put it in the system. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I worked at that store in Bethlehem for eight or nine months. And then out of nowhere, I get a call from an unnamed source um, because they told me never to tell anyone, so I won't say who. Um, But... She was like, okay, it's time to apply. And I'm like, oh, really? 
so I apply for the next level for upper level management and I get an interview and I interview and I essentially poop my pants and throw up everywhere the whole time and then at the end of the interview they're like do you have any questions and I'm like here are my three questions and then they're like okay what about compensation what were you thinking and I was like oh I don't know uh this amount they're like, okay, we can do this. And I was like, okay, th- sure, that's fine. And then they're like, all right, talk to you later. And I was like, okay. And then I left the interview and I called my mom and I was like, they talked to me about money. I don't know if that means I got it. I got it. Um, yeah. And then I moved back to the first location I worked at in 2019. <laughs> Full circle. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm the co-manager. Whatever that means. Yeah. And those are our jobs. That is our resume. Um, laid out plain for you. Yeah, we got a little... Alright guys, this has been the first official episode of HR Nightmare. Uh, Where we're the problem and so is your mom. Next week it'll be somebody different. This week it's your mom. So give her a call. Make sure she's doing okay. Um, If your mom's not with us anymore, I'm sorry. Call your friend's mom. Wowie. Okay. Or your grandma. If you don't have any... uh, Maternal figures. Maternal figures. Call me. Boss, if your boss is a woman, give her a call. Make sure she's doing okay. Don't. Would you like to be called in your time off? Talk to him. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for listening or watching or tuning in to our podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. and YouTube. Yep, and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at HR Nightmare Pod. Um, and then you can find our personal accounts linked in the bio. Yep. And they'll also be down in the description. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> um. <laughs>